Welcome to the Becoming One podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Pastor Sean Wilson. Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you for stopping by the Becoming One podcast. Um, Today is just going to be a intro to what we will be discussing over the next few few, um, episodes. Um, And it's pertaining to spiritual warfare. I know when I say spiritual warfare, you you may have an understanding in your head. Uh, You picture someone walking around, casting out demons, talking to the devil, trying to rebuke the devil and things along that line. I'm not speaking about that today. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the warfare that every believer is to be engaged in because this is something greater. Um, And we need to take this with a sense of seriousness. And I want to talk about the fact that it is the preaching of the gospel. The preaching of the gospel is spiritual warfare. I'm going to share with you some items today from the book of Ephesians. And I'm not going to talk too long about this. I just want to kind of get you in the mindset of where we're going when I mention spiritual warfare. We know in the book of Ephesians chapter six, it says we do, we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, right? And those things in the, the spiritual things. And you might ask yourself, well, how do we engage in the spiritual if we ourselves are still in the flesh And we encounter things from day to day. This is how we do that. This is this is what I want us to really, really understand. Um, In the book of Ephesians, chapter three, it was something that was so profound um, as I was studying through this uh, this book. Um, And and several times ago, I, I thought about this. And then today it just feels like it's the right day and the time that we need to start to talk about this. Um. Ephesians chapter three, and I'm going to just read from verse eight for right now. Well, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I can't do that. I can't just start at verse eight. I have to start. <laughs> I have to start at verse one and and just bear with me. I'm going to read through this quickly. I'm not going to do a lot of explanation. Um, I do want to point to one particular verse, but I have to read into this. I don't want to just jump right into it and leave you um, hanging in a sense. So it says in in Ephesians chapter three, verse one, it says that for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you, that by revelation there was made known to me the mystery as I write before, as I wrote before in brief. So we know what the mystery is. The mystery is um, that the believers encompasses the Jews as well as the Greeks. Amen. And as the Gentiles. So when we see that in the text, we must understand that this is what is referring to. And when he's talking about the mysteries of God. 
And he said he wrote before in brief. That was mean. That wasn't even the complete message. So um, verse four says, by referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. So he says, use what he taught briefly to help you understand the mystery of Christ. That means that there is a greater understanding you must get from the message and even through study through other scriptures, he's giving you a, a brief message, much like what I'm giving you today is just in brief. Verse five, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men. So this mystery was not made known in the Old Testament. This was something that was revealed later as it is now been revealed to the to his holy apostles and the prophets in the spirit. So this message now has been revealed to the apostles and the prophets in the spirit. What apostles and prophets? He's talking about the ones that he already has because the foundation has been laid. Um, and in earlier chapters, we see this. The foundation is already laid with the apostles and the prophets. Um, and that is the gospel. We see that in first Corinthians as well. So we say this to be specific. This is what he means. This is the this is the message. This is the mystery that has been revealed that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ. Let's say that again. To be specific, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through what the gospel. So the gospel is the gateway to salvation and to the promises, fellow partakers of the promise in Christ. You can't get the promises of Christ Jesus unless you go through the gospel Man, listen to this. I want y'all to understand. This is the call. This is the call today to share the gospel. Most people don't even understand the gospel message. Or if they do, they have a very shallow understanding of what is actually happening, what's going on. In verse seven, it says this, of which I was made a minister. He's made, made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. His call was to share this message of the gospel according to the call of the Lord. To me, verse eight, to me, the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ and to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery which for ages has been hidden in God who created all things. So this mystery has been hidden in God for ages. It's been hidden in God for ages, but now it has been brought to light in this administration. Or when we say administration, we say dispensation this time. This mystery has been revealed. It's, it's been uncovered. So in verse 10, it says, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in heavenly 
places. Now, verse 10 is the the this the verse that I would like for you to just ponder and think about. That this talks about and speaks about the mission and the call of the church. When we see this, the mysteries and the call of the church so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church, the, through the work of the church. When we talk about the work of the church, we talk about the body of Christ to the rulers and the authorities in heavenly place. This is spiritual warfare, brothers and sisters. It's the sharing of the gospel and it being revealed is spiritual warfare. When we share the gospel message, we are engaging in spiritual warfare. When people get saved, we are engaging in spiritual warfare. The enemy has already, as it says in Colossians chapter two, he has already been disarmed. And we have the ability and the power to save people through the power of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It has been revealed that the Gentiles are a part of God's plan that once was concealed, but now made revealed through Christ Jesus. Amen. That's the mystery. That's the mystery. I want you to join me as we continue to go through this and looking at it in in an entirely different viewpoints. And there's a severity, there's a certain severity to this message. We need to share the gospel. This was in accordance with his eternal purpose, which he carried out in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confidence and access through faith in him. Amen. So let's preach the gospel. Let's understand the totality, the depth and the width of the gospel as pertains to the mystery that has now been revealed. God's plan, God's purpose. Be blessed. Join us again. Again, we'll we'll talk about spiritual warfare and we're going to put this together as a series and we're going to give you a, a, a nugget a day to kind of keep you in mind. Keep, keep, help to keep you focused on the purpose of the church. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share, and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. Remember, to pursue peace in a divided world, We, the church, must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.